Welcome to Bite Size Podcast today. Today we start a new series called Walking the Walk. We look at what scripture says about how we're supposed to walk this Christian walk. What example was set for us on this walk, first by Christ and then by those who walked before us as captured in the words and the passages of scripture. This is the theme we'll be focusing on for this week, walking the walk. And this theme will be covered in multiple episodes. This is episode one of this theme. And thank you for joining us. Well, we'll work a little bit differently for this theme. We'll give all our daily talks a topic. Today's topic is Let's Walk. A Christianity that is only spoken and not lived is devoid of any power to transform lives. You see, if all we are is what we can talk about and not how we live our lives, then we are not truly representing who we are. You know, many times today, we find that people in general, rather Christians, have to announce themselves. They don't stand out from the crowd, but they blend in and they fit in. They become one with whoever they are with in whatever circumstance or situation. You see, we were never called to be conformist. We were never called to be like everyone else. But ours was supposed to be a walk of constant transformation as we behold truth to become like him. You know, this is how the Apostle Paul puts it in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. He says, And be not conformed to this world. Other translations will say the standard of this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's only through that process of transformation that we are able to show that will of God. You see, the Apostle Paul encourages us to stand out. He uh, encourages us to be different. He encourages us to allow the word of God to constantly renew us by making us less like the world and more like Christ because he is the word of God you see how we show God's goodness God's perfect will God's acceptable will is through how we walk but how we walk is a consequence of a transformed mind 
when our mind is transformed, our actions are also transformed. You see, we don't walk as we used to because we don't think as we used to. And without this process of transformation, it becomes very easy, maybe even an inevitable end, that we go back to how we used to be before we knew God. You see, ours is a work that should display the Word of God. It should put it into practice show exactly what the scriptures have already revealed. I have to to caution this. You see, what the scripture says is that we should transform, not adapt. Now I'll explain why I say that. You see, when we adapt, we become like chameleons. We learn to be who we surround ourselves with. If you find me in one place, um, I will be like everybody that is in that place. But if you find me in a different place, I will be like everybody that's in that different place. Most of us as Christians today have learned to adapt and not transform. You see, we act Christian in front of other Christians. And then we act differently in front of those that do not know that we are Christian. We've become hearers of the word, hearers of good sermons on Sunday that do not transform our lives at all. We just adapt. We shout hallelujah when we're in church. And we curse with others when we are in a party. And, and, and I think this leads me to something that the Apostle James says in James chapter 1, and verses 22 to 24. It says this, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straight away forgetteth what manner of man he was. You see, the Apostle James urges us to walk out the word of God, not just hear it, but do it. You know, I, I like the analogy he's, he uses. He says it's like a man beholding his natural face in the glass. None of us forget how we look like. Because every day we visit that mirror to see what we look like. Part of, part of why we don't walk the walk today is because our Bibles sit and gather dust from Monday to Saturday and we only open them when somebody instructs us to open them on a Sunday. You see, we have missed 
the point that in order for transformation to happen, there needs to be constancy and consistency. I cannot expect an event that takes place for two hours in a week to transform my whole week. If the Word of God is only in front of me when I am sitting in church and not in front of me when I am waking up each and every day, if there is no consistency in going to the Word to check whether I am still walking according to what it says, then there will be no transformation. You see, today Christians forget every day what the Word says, how to behave like the Word says, because we have merely adapted to our environment and not allowed the Word of God to transform us. You see, this is even more interesting when you see that most of us are constantly quoting scriptures that we do not understand or listening to gospel music in our cars that speak of the word that we never really listen to. And all of these does not transform us. Now I think this raises an interesting question. In fact, I think it's two questions. Does the Word of God lack the power to transform? Or are we so stubborn that we have resisted its transformative power? The Apostle James, in in the passage we've just read, seems to suggest that we can choose whether to do the Word of God or not. And based on our choice, that is what will come through in our actions. I think what is interesting for me is that in answer to the first question, does the Word of God lack power, the Bible tells us, in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. In fact, the writer of the book of Hebrews says it is quick and powerful. Quick and powerful. That means it works immediately and carries with it power. So it can't be that the word of God lacks power. But then if it is so powerful, and so quick, how come, how can we then stand in its way and stand against its actions and transformative nature in our lives? Well, I guess that is the question. 
In the book of James chapter 4, in verses 6 to verse 10, the Bible calls for us to submit ourselves to God. It reads like this. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but he giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. You see, the Apostle James is reminding us that we have to humble ourselves and we have to submit ourselves to God. That is where it starts. You see, we cannot live the way that the Word of God has taught us to live if we carry on in our rebellious and proud nature. In fact, the Bible says rebellion is a sin as, as bad as witchcraft. And it says, God humbles the proud. You see, ours needs to be a submissive and a, and a humble nature before God. So that His Word can transform our lives. And shape us to become who He wants us to be. And to live how He wants us to live. In fact, the Apostle Paul in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 reminds us that if one died, then we all died. Therefore, it should no longer be us that live, but Christ in us. We should learn to humble ourselves so that Christ can live in us. You see, me and you are not only called to speak like him. We are not only called to speak the word, but we are called to walk like him. We are called to live out this word. You see, if we only talk like him and walk like the world, then we are hypocrites. And the truth of God does not live in us. It is high time, child of God, that we walk the walk. It is high time that we stand out, not only by what we say, but by how we walk. I want to close with this today. There's something that my pastor at university used to say to me and it stayed with me all of these years. He used to say, you see, you must realize that sometimes your life, how you live your life, will be the only Bible someone will ever read. So ask yourself, are they reading the correct thing?
You see, what this meant to me was that I have to constantly check my life against the Word of God. I have to constantly check if my life reflects the nature of God, if it reflects the truth that is written in the Word. This is not just works that I do, but it's submission of all of my will before God so that the power of His Word can transform me from the inside that manifests itself in the way I live my life. Friends, today I want to leave you with a few questions. In fact, it's four questions that I want us to ask ourselves. Question number one is, ask yourself this, is my mind being transformed or am I just conforming? Question number two, is there a difference between me and my friend or my brother or my next door neighbor who is not saved? Question number three, does my life reflect the things that God has revealed in his word? Question number four, am I walking the walk or am I just all talk? We are called to walk and not only talk. Your walk should be the magnet that draws the crowd around you for your talk. We need to walk the walk and stop just living our lives however we want and think we can talk our Christianity and not leave it. Our friends, We'll wrap up our discussion here today. Please do join us on our next episode on this theme on walking the walk. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for joining us today. Well, if you want to get in contact with us or you have any questions about this episode, past episodes, or any Bible-related question you might have, you can do so through our social media pages, on Facebook, we are bite-sized. On Twitter, we are at bite underscore word. On Instagram, it's bite word. Or you can send us an email on info at bitesizedministry.co.za. That is info at bitesizedministry.co.za. Or you can visit our website at www dot bite-sized ministry one word bite-sized ministry dot co dot za that's www dot bite-sized ministry dot co dot za and use our contact form to get in touch again thank you for tuning in